0: We don't need to do anything we
1: want to do it we want to jump in we That's like what we do we this. jump in we jump right in jump into the deep end we jump in we talk our shit we review movies we look good we fucking hot we, that's what we're, we're here. doing we're, we're here, here. here to talk mo- movies we like movies and we talk about them because we like them because we like you because we like you the listener and we like to share with you our insights our pop cultural insights <laughs> our knowledge yes, Kyle's that. knowledge Kyle's the one with the knowledge You've got you've got better insights than I do Oh just, just stop it <laughs> Stop it What are you talking about? I don't want to hear say I don't want to hear you say bad things about my friend.
0: No, I, but that's true. Um well, I won't I won't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it. I will kick your ass. I'll kick your ass. Well, we're here. We're here to talk about well, I mean we're going to talk about the Clinton era. We're Clinton going to talk era. about the lesbians.
1: We like the Clinton uh, era. We like lesbians. We're
0: going to talk about Cohen brothers. One of them. One of them. And Coen his wife. Brother. It's funny that they, each of them went on separate journeys with their wives for creative projects.
1: Uh, they like to collabo. They do. They do different collabos.
0: Um, I'm going to just straight out and say this. This was, uh, you know, when we were driving to Vegas. You asked me what is like the most average of movies. Uh, this one comes close. Oh, this! Is, I like this movie. I like this movie. <laughs> this one was so gonna go, pretty I'm, average I'm going to go me. hard on
1: this one. I'm going to say that I like this movie a lot. Uh, so so what do we want to talk about? You want to talk about... I mean, I, I can imagine why someone might find this movie to be average. Yeah. Maybe the reasons I liked it as much as I did are esoteric to me. Sure. But I like this movie because this movie... Uh, I, I just so rarely see movies anymore that um, seem to want to be entertaining yeah. and that don't obviously hate me. It doesn't hate us, I think most <laughs> of the movies or many of the movies that are allegedly entertaining are made with hate in their heart. I wouldn't even say hate. Hate, is, hate would be interesting. Yeah. Hate is an emotion I could work with. I can work with hate. I would say they're made with contempt. Contempt yeah. in their hearts. Contempt for their audience. Now, whatever you thought about this movie, I can't imagine that you thought it was made with contempt for oh, the no, audience. no, not at all. Not at all. No. Dislike of the audience. Thinking well, that the audience is just a bunch of piggies that will come running <laughs> to the trough and eat whatever slop is plopped into their faces. Which yeah. is the way that a lot of quote-unquote alleged entertainment. Yeah. We see good movies, right? We see good movies. But they're not thought of as entertainment necessarily. They're not thought of as primarily entertainment. Yeah. yeah, we see serious movies, right? Yeah, and then we see movies that are supposed to be entertaining, that are allegedly entertaining, and they're just trash. They're just god awful yeah. trash. And when I say average, I am I am saying that uh, that means I know I understand you. That means you think half
0: of them are worse, much much worse. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I I. I didn't hate this experience at all. Did I find it elevated to the way that I would I would like some of the movies to be? Did I find it in the, you know, because if you split the Coens in half, you know, Ethan obviously has the absurdist. He leans into the sillier avenues. This has a lot of Raising Arizona in its DNA. It's got, uh, I mean, set around the same time as The Big Lebowski, you know, that 90s era stoner comedy. Uh, it has flashes and essences of that. And... It just uh, uh, when I say average, I, I I found it to be, averagely entertaining. I laughed at some of the jokes, not all of them. I found the performances to be good, though not great. Uh, I thought Margaret Qualley and uh, it's Geraldine. Vaswanathan, uh, I think is how you say her name. Um, yeah, she was in the good m- enough. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I like that the crowd right here. We can't ask. Her. Yeah, that that crowd. From that movie that Rom com the 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 um, the parent prom movie Blockers with John Cena and and Jed Apatow's wife. Uh that the kids from that. Catherine Newton was in that. She was in Lisa Frankenstein. Geraldine was also in Blockers. She's now like coming in and having a uh, a growth in her career. I like that. I like that the that that group has found uh, their their audience. But I don't know, uh, this. I, I I can imagine that there were a lot of things that were bonus picks for you, checks for you. Sex, it had that. A lot
1: of sex. A lot of sex, we like that. Yes. I'm a big pro-sex guy. It was less than 90 minutes. Love that. That's a bonus star. <laughs> That's a bonus star. Although I do think it was actually a little short. It did mm-hmm. seem a little, did seem a little pick. I mean, I saw what they were going for. Uh, some movies have been referenced in terms of talking about this other movie, but it seemed to me that there was definitely an Easy Rider vibe that they were going oh, I for. Mean, well, and it's I kind of picaresque using those sort of psychedelic transition sequences yeah. to kind of break up vignettes, essentially.
0: Well, historically speaking, the road movie is not kind to women. I think you you can go back to uh, Loden's uh, Wanda in the 70s. You can look at Thelma and Louise. Like, even though it's 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 like a declaration for those characters ends tragically yeah. you know ends tragically for them and so what i do like about this movie it's kind of leaning into those references the idea of the road movie this is a road movie noir and they're almost kind of dissecting the noir in its its essence they're kind of like looking at it that the tra- the tragic comedy outcome that usually befalls characters like these and they're insisting that in the framework, they are going to live, they're going to be heroes, and we're going to like them. And uh, I think that that's an admirable quality. It's just oftentimes when you do something of a service for for that idea, an idea that you want to invert and sustain, sometimes you do a disservice to the genre itself. And so I found that balancing act, because it wasn't long enough, because some of the pieces...
1: I felt we're a little undercooked, a little underdone. they could have let some of it stretch out. I agree. They could have let some of it stretch out. I mean, if you bring this movie in another 15, 20 minutes, it's still a good length. Mm -hmm. And you could have let us hang out with them a little bit more. Yeah. You could have let us kind of breathe with them and get into them and buy into them a little bit more. But I still... I still enjoyed this movie. Yeah. this movie still brought me pleasure, and not just because I had sex. Yeah, although we like that, it's a good bonus. But I—I I mean, there were moments in this movie where I actually laughed. That's like I what really which is laughed. hard these days. And I do laugh days. often. I mean, this—the this speech that uh, Joey Slotnick gives about fucking on the porch in a porch swing. Yeah. Because that's what you have to do to know other people. That, to me, I really laughed hard at that speech. Yeah. I laughed harder at that speech than I have at movies at some time. I, I and was, if that was all the movie did, was made me laugh that hard once. And there were other funny parts of the movie, but that is the one that will stick I, in my mind. I did
0: have quite a chuckle um, during the pickup of the breakup uh uh, uh uh items of at the, at the home and uh, beanie Fieldstein's characters characters uh, un unhooking a dildo a wall dildo she is good i mean i will <laughs> i
1: will say that i do think some of the supporting characters fare a little bit better than i our main well, characters agree this,
0: well this is a Cohen brothers staple and uh, the, the that some oftentimes the main characters are vessels and it's the side characters that bring texture to the world like the the guys who are trying to find them like uh the, they they do a really good job being these these I, almost Tarantino esque, you know, pop, you know, affable gangsters who are just like talking, shooting the shit, and then it ends up being, you know, a contention between them by yeah. the end. Their personalities fare well. That was in this another universe. scene.
1: The climactic scene where where one of them kills the other yeah. was another scene where I laughed pretty hard, particularly when he like just puts the gun in Coleman Debigo's hand, like at the end of that. For some reason, I just found he kind of scurries around like a scared cat. <laughs> yeah, and then for no particular reason, decides to put the gun in another dude's hand. Like, that's going to solve all these problems. Like, this will fool everyone to just (laughs) shove the murder (laughs) weapon into this 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 dead guy's hand while he's lying there not gonna work they're not not gonna 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 figure that shit out the forensics team's not gonna be able to to figure that one out that that he shot himself like this you know with the gun (laughs) it's the gun that killed him and he just looks so sheepish like Bill cj wilson just looking very sheepish
0: yeah i like bill camp as curly the guy who gives the car away it's very brief it's it's just a brief moment but he gives texture these are really good actors though these are really good character actors but this is a pretty cohen brothers staple that he knows they they know and Ethan probably is one who's giving a lot of this uh, these ideas in their duo and their collaboration that he he knows where to find the eccentrics of a universe and uh it works in this one it works it, honestly I found the, the texture around the two girls more interesting
1: than the girls themselves which is yeah. oft- oftentimes times yeah, a, I a mean, detriment I, I do think that I feel like what Margaret quality is going for doesn't always work as no, well as... No. And some of the line deliveries are a little bit weird. So I, I can see what they're trying to go for, like this yeah. kind of fast-talking, like Texan. And it's a cool idea, but it doesn't quite materialize for me. Their relationship doesn't quite materialize for me. Yeah,
0: I, I, I and again, I think that that's a time thing. I think I needed a couple more th- scenes to inform... Because actually, I was really quite moved in the middle scene, and it's a very funny... Silly sequence where they're making out with this girl soccer team. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're rotating with each other
1: just to everyone experiences <laughs> with each other. I also love the scene with the the goons at the juke joint. Right. Yes. <laughs> to I mean they were definitely the funniest part oh, of the movie. F-
0: incredibly funny. Great, great dynamics. It worked re- really well. But then when she has to like make out with her friend and it's someone she admires but has not really come to terms with, maybe she's attracted to. You you start to re- when she starts to cry and like walks away you're like oh she feels more than in this than she's letting on and that her friend realizes but i needed more of that for it to develop and foster yeah. and and it's a time thing it was really short and and i and, and usually that that's a bene, that's a that's a plus for us you know if you can get it to it efficiently and quickly but I also felt like there were some scenes left on the cutting room floor that would have enhanced the experience. That's that's yes, what I was feeling. Yes.
1: Although I will say another credit movie, the MacGuffin actually works. It's a funny mm-hmm, joke. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, it's a joke that 100% works. I actually, I hadn't thought about that woman in a long time, the plaster caster woman. She's a real woman. Yeah. I think she most famously casted Jimi Hendrix's dick. That was okay. the one that I always heard about. Yeah but uh, he, i'm sure he wasn't the only one no uh, i i haven't researched the specifics and i probably won't but uh, i i hadn't thought about her a while and it is a funny story and it is a good hook and it is an example of twisting the pulp fiction joke where it doesn't really matter what the macguffin is yeah. and they they actually the reveal of the macguffin and kind of the direction that it takes the story in was was actually pretty funny i think also, I enjoyed that
0: yeah it was the, it was and and the fact that we got so, uh, like a name actor like Matt Damon like ho- holding his weight and being being the butt of the joke for it enhances it works yeah, My, him, him
1: and pedro pascal booking bookending the movie are pretty good it's choices. funny
0: uh, if you go into this movie expecting them uh they are barely in it even for 90 minutes like yeah pedro pascal opens it and matt damon closes it but yeah well, that for, was
1: another big laugh i had that, that when they killed pedro pascal with a corkscrew <laughs> on the, on
0: the he, he's trying to take it out <laughs> and and, he's unscrewing and he's unscrewing it. <laughs> it
1: but he's screwing it in the wrong way yeah i had that see i, I what i'm saying is i, I had like several like really yeah. good strong laughs of this movie yeah and to me that's pretty impressive yeah i'm i'm not it's against hard to it do. yeah it's it's hard
0: it's hard to get me to laugh i was enjoying it um it was just yeah i just felt a little underdone and when, when that lingers when that feeling lingers i can't necessarily get get rid of it because i i feel like the the central characters like it, when i watch something like the big lebowski or raising arizona or burn after reading i'm willing to follow any of those characters around even if they're buffoons um i i feel like
1: yeah i wonder we, why they didn't let it breathe more those don't movies know. definitely i mean i mean the reason people watch the big lebowski and rewatch it and love it and it's such a cult classic is because you're just hanging out with the dude. Yeah, yeah, You're just hanging out with him and Walter, right? And Donnie. Like you're just hanging out with those guys. Yeah, that's why it's a great stoner movie. That's why it's a great movie. Yeah, you can just sit down and you just feel like we're gonna hang out with these guys. Yeah, right. And the they dude, all have the, different philosophies, different ideas of life. And uh, the but, scenes but that are friends, memorable are not scenes that particularly advance the plot. Yeah, right. The, they are scenes where you or their their lines or their scenes or their moments. The plot is almost incidental. The action is yeah. almost incidental. They're interruptions. They're interruptions to their hang.
0: Like, yeah. You know, and to, to his. Uh you know his mellow. You yeah, know, that's a hundred percent. Or they're red
1: herrings, right? I mean, like one of the greatest scenes in that movie, which has to make it one of the greatest scenes in movie history, is where they go to the kid's house, right? <laughs> this is what happens when you fuck a total stranger in the ass. This is what happens, yeah. right? And and, and it's the, and it's like I just I, I love all the details of the scene. Like the guy in the iron lung is the guy who like wrote branded or something <laughs> like that. It's just shit like that, right? It's just so. And it's like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything, right? Nothing. I mean, but, that's, but that's the dildo on the wall, right? Yeah. That's these moments that are memorable and funny and give the texture or the arguments that the the, the goons are having about like how you should go about doing this particular job, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, it has flashes of it, but yes. it, 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 it is not 100% what it should be. Yes, and I wonder why. Like yeah. I wonder
1: what happened cuz it's not like they couldn't have made this movie 15 minutes longer, I don't think.
0: I I think it has a lot to do there's a lack of uh I think faith in this movie. It was supposed to come out in September. Um they pr- delayed it because of the uh the, the strikes and they didn't have anyone to junketeer, they didn't have anyone to promote and push it. But you're not seeing necessarily a lot of advertisements and a lot of pushing. Uh, outside of this realm, for it currently, so I don't know what it is.
1: But also, I, I mean, maybe this is a movie they just don't know how to market, or they don't know who who's who are we making this for? Yeah, who's gonna watch it? it 's an r rated comedy about lesbians. they also
0: force them to change the title, which is at the end they tell you the real yeah, title yeah. is Away dykes um they they but i mean
1: which what would you rather watch this or Bros right I mean come on, like this yeah I mean this is way better yes. right yeah. I mean this has at least moments of but they don't want to market it as like a quote unquote gay movie, which was like kind of the the strategy of Bros, right? Like, well, at least we'll but capture this is that unap- market. It's
0: interesting. You're right because this is an but unapoli- why not
1: market it like that?
0: I agree. why not market it
1: as, like a you know run like a rainbow flag campaign for this movie? Because I think it works Let's get some asses in the seats, right? Let's make it. You know, I mean, whatever. Like, get get some people to come. I'm I I'm, I'm still much happier giving this movie my money than a lot of other movies that yeah. I give my money to. I mean, yeah, yeah. I,
0: I, out of the movies that I've watched this year, I think I've enjoyed it the most. Yeah, um, it's, it's a, which what a heavyweight class! It's not right. a heavyweight we, we, class.
1: We hope that gets surpassed soon. Yeah, but I just you know yeah, it does feel a little undercooked, which surprised... I mean, but also you know I I feel like a small movie like this. I mean, can't can't he just make it how he wants to make it? I mean, who's really who's cutting it? At I the don't back know. End? Who, who is he, does he not get a final cut on this? Like, how could it not be big enough? Or how could it be big enough that anyone? If I mean, sometimes people not caring is a blessing, yeah, right? Yeah. Some people like people not giving a shit is a blessing. I mean, I will say, like, I guess in this last round of independent Coen Brothers movies, you, you'd, have, you'd have to say Joel won because I agree because yeah. I love tragedy macbeth I actually think that's sort of a criminally underrated movie at this point cuz I don't hear people talk about it very much yeah. I think that movie's spectacular yeah. I mean I thought that was a great movie not a good movie a great movie it, I loved it, it was visually, I loved the way it was made Yeah
0: visually impressive I thought in Joel leaning into that again he's he's the philosopher of the two and like he's leaning into the 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 Dramatics and what it really means in a kind of human condition study, and Macbeth is one of the best, you know, yeah, one of the and, classics, and he really honed in on his something leads striking. Two, his
1: leads are two of the best actors, full stop. Yeah, and he gets that uh, supporting performance from the woman who plays the witches, whose yeah, name Kim is Hunter, Kate, yeah, which is as good as anything in that movie. I'm
0: surprised she didn't get a nomination. It's for, shocking, yeah. shocking. She I was am. incredible.
1: I mean, so. That to me is a great movie. Like I'll return to that movie. This movie though, if I, if someone threw it on, I'd be like, well, there's some good laughs. No, here. I, and, I, and I, think I, th- I can get some pleasure out of this.
0: That that is a unique class of film, a kind of hangout comedy that is just in its tone. It's, uh, it, it's very celebratory, hopeful, funny, earnest, uh, and and I am surprised they didn't lean into a marketing strategy for it being you know pro- prominently gay because honestly. This does it in in a in a more striking and uh i think I think character driven idea it it it's it's these little pockets of people in that Clinton era who are thriving, surviving, and having their own culture of being gay and celebrating it and uh, i I think the movie needs that audience and i don't know if it's getting it I, th- I i haven't even looked at the box office numbers i haven't really
1: well, yeah, been paying and, this attention. Mo- and it's a very it's a very unique moment right where there is this huge gay subculture that's there and existing yeah but it's still a subculture right like i guess there's many there's many fewer lesbian bars now than there used to be right because true lesbians just can go to normal bars yeah. right and so obviously a lot is gained Right. A lot is gained by living in a world where there's not such a stigma attached to being homosexual. I mean, and that's I'm not trying to undersell the struggles of homosexual people or to undersell all the ways in which they're still oppressed, sometimes very grievously. So. Right. But it it still is the case that in, you know, big chunks. And I mean, these are also the chunks of the country where where um, LGBTQ people tend to move to right in big cities, Mm -hmm. especially in certain big cities. like Like here in San Francisco, Seattle, Chicago, New York. You know, if you walk into the a bar with your your same sex partner, is nobody's gonna. No, it's not gonna be a thing, right? Yeah. It's not gonna. Be, and it used to be that that wasn't true up until relatively recently. So this whole subculture, uh, to my understanding at least, is 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 contracting, right? It's yeah. Gonna, this, this world of gay bars and lesbian bars, especially, is contracting for this reason. And so it is an interesting slice to take. It is a culture yeah. I mean I think the 90s in general are very interesting. I think the 90s are we're at the point now where the 90s is going to be the decade that we're thinking about a lot cuz 20 years is about for historians is about the right length of time, right? And there is a mm-hmm. very significant chunk of time um I would say between the fall of the Berlin Wall and the end of the Cold War and, and 9/11 which basically is coextensive and within with what we call the 90s almost coextensive. Yeah, yeah. You know, the election of Bill Clinton and then the election of George W. Bush and every there's a lot there. It's a very rich, it's a very interesting transitional period. Yeah. where there was uh a lot of, you know, you had you had hope that maybe we wouldn't always be at war which turned out to be completely dashed. You had growing consensus that kind of the new deal compact was going away you had all these identity issues starting to really come to the fore gay marriage gay rights was really um
0: yeah don't ask don't tell under don't ask don't tell right which is
1: was uh this sort of transitional period you know in in the way that you know, the U S government handled gays in the military, but that was a proxy for so many other things. Very right? much. Yeah. So it's a very rich and interesting period that I think is really ripe for investigation. But I, I, I will say that I think this movie is more the texture of it than, than yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. but it's not intending some sort of deep commentary. No, no. So I'm not, that's no real criticism, but I do expect, um, I expect to see, you know, it's, we're getting the distance where period pieces are going to make a certain amount of sense. I think very right? much so. Where it so. seems like yeah. the past. Yeah. Because it takes a while for the past to seem past enough that you can make a period movie about it, right? Very much so. Very much so. It would be hard to make a period. Uh, you know, you can make a movie set in 2015, but it wouldn't feel... It, 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 it I think when it's too close, it can be kind of uncanny Valley, where it's like almost like the world we live in. Yeah. Whereas the 90s, I think, are far enough away now that you can kind of get into the aesthetics yeah, and textures of that you're, time.
0: You're seeing an emergence of those kinds of movies. Jonah Hill, his directorial debut was mid nineties, which was actually quite good. Um, I, I enjoyed it's the skating world and that texture the, that, 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 that subculture that was emerging and thriving during that time. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that I, I agree with you. I don't think this movie has any high minded criticism or commentary. I, it uses it as texture, the, the landscape, the politics, the, uh, the subcultures as texture and they work it and they use it very well i i just overall while i was watching it i was like i'm not enjoying this to, i'm not laughing or enjoying it to the extent that i think i could if it really leaned in more to some of its attributes i thought it was good i think it's pretty average um but you know what you could do a lot worse
1: yeah so i liked it more no yeah that's but fair Do we know that I've made that clear. <laughs> Let me be clear. <laughs>
0: I, I I suppose if you know I, I think people are just waiting. They got the big blockbuster next week is Dune. Um, so I think people are waiting to you go You think st- spice is going to flow? I think spice is going to flow. I think blood is going to flow and It's a probably not going to be as much way. sex though. No, definitely not. Sex. No. It's pretty sexless.
1: Yeah. Pretty, uh, I don't like it.
0: Yeah, it's very it's very uh I mean, You've got hot people. Uh, the very hot yeah. And I
1: mean, there is a there, there is a romance at the core of the story.
0: Yeah, I think that that's not going to be two sexy people. And it's what's interesting is, um, you know, even like Blade Runner twenty forty nine had like a sexiness to it. But there's, you know, even how he shoots it, there's kind of a hollowness to it all and that, those relationships.
1: But I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, we, we uh, joke a lot about how much I like sexy movies. It's true. It's probably, I'm just a horny guy. <laughs> but I. I I do have like a real critique here, which I should make more systematically, probably in writing, which is that when you when you dissect when you have all these attractive people, but you make the movies completely sexless, yeah. there's something wrong about it. I there's agree. something there, I'm not saying that every movie has to have like explicit fucking, but I am saying that The tension. It's at it, least the tension part of life. Yeah. I mean if you have a bunch of young people together who are hot and they're doing something together like being superheroes or whatever they're doing something together as a collective as a group yeah. there is going to be sexual tension within that group I agree yeah. it's like this is like a, a group of friends that you have in your co- in college or in your 20s like if there are boys and girls together or boys and boys or whoever right people who are attracted to each other for whatever reason that's going there's going to be that that frisson that energy Right, that is going to permeate everything, right? I mean, just remember what it feels like to be young and single and sort of hanging out with like a group of people, and some of them are hot, and some of them you're into. Yeah, hundred percent. There needs to be some of them you don't know where you stand with, and that's just that's just that's in your mind, yeah, and that's in the air, and that's that that just it's just always in kind of the mix, and you know, I'm not saying every movie has to have a B story that's a love story, whatever. That stuff's all formulaic, right? But I do think that we do see a lot of movies with very attractive people because it's only the only people that movies are extremely attractive people and hideous people, right? (laughs) Like what's the Jack Donaghy line? Like she needs to lose 100 pounds or she needs to lose 50 pounds or gain 200. Everything else doesn't work (laughs) What he says about uh, Jenna, right? I mean, like these are attractive people. these These are attractive people. It doesn't matter if they, even if they weren't attractive, they'd still be hot for each other and try to fuck each other, yeah. right? But it's, it just feels off to me. I agree. How sexless a lot of these movies are. Yeah. Not just that they don't have sex, but they don't even have like that energy, right? Yeah. That that energy, um, you know, like just yeah. I always come back to Marvel movies because they've been so hegemonic. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, like. There's a romance in Black Panther between T'Challa and uh, Lupita Nyong'o's character, right? You talk about just two extremely attractive people, right? Just two gorgeous. I mean, Lupita Nyong'o is just gorgeous. It's yeah, was rest in rest in peace, very attractive person. And yes, they have a relationship, but they, does, does, it, does it sizzle? Do you feel that? Like, do you? you feel don't. Like a, Apparently, do you feel they like had a, a child. Do, in you the, f- <laughs> do you feel like a real like, <laughs> like? And I'm not saying it's not even what you show or don't show. It's just about feeling that, yeah. that tension, that yeah. energy, that sense that like people people are driven by different things. Their head, maybe not very much usually. Their heart, their balls, or their their their, their you know they're they're like. You know their heart, their the, balls, their the, head. It, it, like, like, where is that? <laughs> yeah, like where is that? And at least this movie, you get the sense of people who are very erotically charged at times. Yeah, and even one or character, the erotic charge that is involved in their life. And
0: one of the leads is very, you know, is is very repressed because of a past yes. relationship. And and it's in again, it's in that tension between and the dialogue between that 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 urge, that primal
1: urge, that yeah. that. Is there and and is recognized with that? We could have sat more with that. That's in some ways, I think that's part of your critique is we could have sat more in that tension because it does feel a little too neat. I agree. That she's like, oh yeah, I really like her. Like why? Like like couldn't that have been established over more scenes over with a little more sizzle between them, right? Where with a little more energy of uh, that sort of erotic energy between them. But I, but the, even the fact that it's there at all, and it even comes in with like someone like Beanie Feldstein, right, who is, is so hurt because she's she has this hot girlfriend and it doesn't work out. And yeah, that that the failure of that, which is in part a a, a, a taking away of of of, of, a, of a sexual outlet, right, is very felt from her character, and she has she has that spurned lover energy, right. And to me, it's just it is lacking. Yeah, the feeling of people who are driven by like take like I, I mean. Just take, I don't know, if, uh, even a movie like, like I don't know. Just take like a, a random French new wave movie. Take a movie like Breathless, right? It's not they don't fuck in that movie, no, yeah. But just the sexual energy between those characters is so palpable, and it so much informs like the movie, yeah, right. Or even we talked about Pulp Fiction. I mean, the whole the whole part of the movie with Uma Thurman and John Travolta is driven by a sort of erotic well, in, tension, incredible between tension, that, that, yeah, right, which is something we can all relate to, a situation where there's some attraction but for whatever reason we know it's not going anywhere, but it sits there. It mm-hmm. sits there in between two people. Right? It's just stuff like that. Just that energy. It's such an important part of life. It's such a vital part of life. Yeah. And I think the fact that it's so not reflected in so many of the movies that we see that are allegedly supposed to be entertaining is is is, is it, it, they' there it makes them feel hollow in a I agree way. no a hundred percent So and that so i as much as I talk about this it's just because I'm horny and I don't want to see hot people get naked and do whatever like there I, there is something I, I i'm i'm i think I have a legitimate critique. No, no, I, it, <laughs> I think it's one hundred percent legitimate. One hundred percent legitimate. I think I'm right.
0: This movie. This is breaking news. This movie recognizes more of the the human condition than a lot yeah, of those other movies. Yeah. yeah, that we're driven by our genitals. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, often, often. often, often, often. That's at, what drives at, us. And, and definitely at certain ages and periods of our life, and, and, yeah. and will sustain if you know if you're healthy
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not gonna, gonna what wood. Wood. Um, uh, not gonna what ha ha well then uh, uh pun intended uh great great podcast out of us yeah. we're gonna watch dune 2 we're gonna tell you about it everyone knows what the next movie is yeah. it's dune 2 the spice must flow maybe i don't know we'll see yeah. if it flows
0: i'm gonna see that and i'm gonna see uh, problemista
1: problemista i don't, I don't you know should. about problemista yeah that's well, another trailer i've seen a few too many a few, times a few
0: too many times but it disappeared for a
1: while that's and good. They they do they knew. They yeah, knew. They, and I mean, obviously, we love uh, we love Tilda Swinton. Yeah, I do love. I mean, her. she's she's never not good. So.
0: I mean, Torres worked on SNL. They call him a genius. I'll let let's see. I'll wait. I'll wait to make judgment. I don't know about <laughs> ge- I don't know about genius and SNL, right? I mean, it's like, <laughs> I this, know they don't really th- go together. This,
1: this side of I mean, who is the who is the last? This is a great debate question. Who is the last true genius on SNL? Phil Hartman. Yeah. I mean, I'm true to,
0: genius. I mean, him Norm McDonald.
1: Yeah, I mean, McDonald is interesting. I mean, he's very funny. But I, yeah. mean, but I mean, Hartman was just like, genius, I, I guess, I guess yeah. comedic genius can take different forms. I mean, I grew up with like the Dana Carvey, Mike Meyer, Dana yeah. Carvey genius. Yes. Uh, Phil Hartman yeah. genius. Um, a lot of other really funny people. Chris Rock, a stand-up genius, did, didn't do his best work on Saturday Night Live, but I don't well, think that would was really give, his uh, fault. Uh, but as yeah. a stand-up comedian, I, I yeah. doubtless a genius.
0: It's hard to say. Would we give Tina Fey the genius moniker? No, I, she she's is, really good, is she a but genius? is she a genius? Is the question. I, I mean,
1: yeah, I, yeah she, she's a comedic genius. I mean, what she yeah. went on to do in Thirty Rock is is it's as, pretty excellent, and like yeah. producing like the original Mean Girls, which is which is great. she wrote it. Yeah, she wrote it. Or, or I mean, being behind that, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't even see the new one, which I hear is not good. But yeah. but um, yeah, no, I'd say I'd say definitely definitely a a, a genius, and definitely someone who has. A lot like a real five-tool player, right? I mean to to have created, a, you know, to created all those characters and then also, um, played them, right? Yeah, no, I, th- I think I think Tina Fey would qualify. Um, then she might be the last one. I'm just, I'm just trying to think. I mean, after that, you know, and the chronology gets gets sloppy get it very for much me so. too. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of who would even. Get into the conversation at this point, point. and I haven't watched SNL in so long. I'm sure there's no. some. I'm sure there's some good people on it. I mean, the guy they have. I will say that the guy they have that does Trump is an insane impressionist. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's a genius. Actually, actually, you know, Sarah Squirm is probably a genius in, in okay. a certain way. Sure, I mean she she does something very specific, but she is a legitimately funny and interesting person who does shit that nobody else does, and so yeah, I think she I think she has she has a stroke of genius to her, yeah. but not enough to make me watch SNL regularly. Nope, definitely not. Well, I guess it all gets chopped up and put on the internet, anyways. So so who really cares? But I, I think you should see this movie if you think you should. I'm curious, And but
0: but we'll be talking Dune Part
1: Dune, 2. Dune 2, That's Dune Dose. Going. Well, uh, Ben Thalen,
0: reckon or Substack, go uh, subscribe. Do it. And uh, Do it. Get, get his poetry, get his writings, get his musings.
1: Kyle Brule, he knows movies and you don't. He, he needs so much content, you can't, Too you much. can't miss it. Too you much content. You can't miss content. it. And uh, yeah, just have a great time out there. Have, have a know, great be, time. What is it Jerry Springer said? Be kind to yourselves and each other. Well, there you go. God bless.